Welcome to Stay Grounded with your host, me, Raj Jana. I'm the founder of Java Press Coffee Company, and my life changed after my mentor died with three months left until retirement. That experience inspired me to start a personal journey to discover how we can all live a purpose-driven and meaningful life starting today. I interview everyone from best-selling authors and business moguls to extreme athletes and monks to discuss happiness, success, and fulfillment to uncover powerful takeaways that empower you to stay grounded and make passionate living a reality. To access post-podcast discussions, insights, and further resources, visit rajjana.com forward slash stay grounded. So thanks for joining me today. Now, let's get to grinding. Yo, yo, what's up, everyone, and welcome to this week's episode of Stay Grounded. I hope you're all having a phenomenal December so far and really allowing yourself to slow down. This is the time to take a step back or not take a step forward before you begin the new year. Get clear on what you want to take into the new year, what energy you want to bring in, and how you want to feel going into 2021. And I am extremely excited to be introducing this week's guest and to be talking about this week's topic with the dear Kim Douglas. So Kim is an incredible human being and somebody that I adored getting to know on the podcast. Um, And we talk about a topic that I think is really sensitive and very, very, very important when it comes to self-image, when it comes to emotional health, when it comes to mental well-being, and that is the idea of beauty. What does it mean to be beautiful? As a society, we have a very limited definition of what it means to be beautiful. We traditionally mean that to have some sort of implications on an external basis. And as a result, we become obsessed with products, with ideas, with looking a certain way on the outside instead of focusing on feeling a certain way on the inside. And I think women in particular struggle with this a lot more just based on conversations with the women in my own life and what I know to be true after this conversation with Kim. But what happens when your physical appearance is taken away from you? And that's what happened to Kim. So back in 2018, Kim's world turned upside down after a routine mammogram revealed that she had stage three breast cancer. She was really a television star, Hollywood beauty expert. She had built a career sharing her passion for all things beauty and looking a certain way on the external. I mean, she's been on the Ellen show. She's been on the Hallmark's home and family show. So for her to have her external beauty stripped away after chemo, she had to find that inner beauty within. She had to learn to love herself. She had to learn to find everything inside. And after decades of looking outside of herself, Kim was guided to embrace the inner work and with the help of spirit, God, divine signs, and a very meaningful oak tree stump, which I'm excited for you guys to learn more about, uh, she redefined what it means to be beautiful. She found the strength to overcome her disease and transform her life. This is such a powerful episode because, you know, I love bringing on people that have walked the talk and have been through the struggle and have been forced to really dig into their hearts and create that sense of self from the struggles that life throws at them. And, you know, in this episode, we talk so much about vulnerability and how healing that can be. We talk about a lot of lessons from Kim's journey, going from focusing on external beauty to how to create that beauty inside of us and how to find it inside. We went down so many rabbit holes, and I said this before, but I adore Kim. I adore her story, and I know that her life and this podcast is going to be such an incredible source of hope and inspiration for you to discover what it means to feel your own inner beauty and shine it from the inside out. So. Enjoy this episode. If you haven't already, subscribe to us on iTunes. All that means is that every single time we release new episodes, they'll drop straight in your inbox. And I've got some really special stuff lined up for you guys to close out the year. So a lot of special pieces of content, special episodes, and 
special lessons from my own year, which has been crazy tumultuous, as you guys have probably followed over the last several episodes. Um, so make sure you subscribe and um, enjoy this episode. And without further ado, here is the amazing Miss Kim Douglas. Enjoy. Yo, yo, yo. Welcome, everyone, to this week's episode of Stay Grounded. I hope you are all having a peaceful middle start or end of your day, whenever you're choosing to tune in. Um, I'm so excited to have you here, Kim. Welcome. Thank you. We've been trying to plan this one for a while. So I am so excited to finally get to meet you and to go down the rabbit hole. I was reading your your bio and you got dealt some cards at a certain point in your life that was like a stark contrast to the momentum that I felt like you were experiencing. Like career was going great. Everything was on on this upward trajectory. And then you got this this mammogram and it kind of turned everything upside down. So I'd love to go back to that moment. What were the feelings you had in the moment that you actually experienced that, that when you received the news that you had cancer? So it's kind of interesting you'd say that because you're absolutely right. The trajectory of my life was such that truly I felt like I, I had a pretty charmed life, you know, yeah. great mom and dad and wonderful childhood in Detroit, Michigan and the four seasons of, of Michigan and all that right, great right. stuff. Fun high school years, really, you know, all of the good stuff. Anyway, it just, it, things seemed to, I always tried to do all the things that were on the checklist of life, yeah. like, you know, be healthy, be a good person, go to church, read your Bible, be kind to your neighbor. You know, I just always had that list and I did everything on it. And it seemed like what God says really was happening. Everything was going really well. And then all of a sudden, really, really busy, um, running around and, you know, had been too busy to go to get a mammogram for three years. So I ended up going after someone had just kept pushing me, which I also feel was a divine intervention. And when I did get that call and it was a call, interestingly enough, my first thought was denial. So complete denial. This, this can't be happening. It's got to be wrong. Right. It can't be happening. And then the second thing was, well, it's not going to be as bad as they say it is. And I'm just not going to deal with it. I'm too busy. And if I just keep going, maybe it'll go away. And that, that didn't happen. doesn't happen with cancer, <laughs> unfortunately. So I, I love that you mentioned divine intervention. Have you had a lot of experiences in your life where divine intervention has sort of played a role or looking back on your life now, some of the synchronicities or some of the signs that have allowed you to sort of go down paths that were more in alignment with who you are in your heart? Literally from the day I was born, from the day I was born, I just, uh, I truly believe that. And, you know, I don't believe in luck. I don't believe in coincidence. I 100% believe that it's all a divine plan. I really do. Having said that, when I'm throwing up, I'm green. I have no hair. I have no eyelashes. It's kind of hard to think like, really? This is your divine plan? Um, some wires got crossed here. So, you know, is it always easy? No, but I still believed. And I think that was the only thing that got me through 
those really, you know, rough chemo and radiation and, and all of that. And then if you really think of the, the dichotomy, if you will, of me being a beauty reporter, all <laughs> about this, right? It's all right here. And then all of that gets taken away. So yeah. no hair, no eyebrows, no eyelashes, green, 17 pounds thinner. And believe me, that's not attractive when you just can't get weight on. So it literally erased the board for me. I was like, what am I without all of this? Where's my identity? What, what am I going to do? What did you find when you asked yourself those questions? So I actually found some of the answers on a really old chopped down stump way out in my far backyard. It was the day that I was really, really bad. And I think it was like number eight chemo. So, you know, it's literally pouring poison in your body and it's just breaking you down. I kept trying to be positive and put out positive things and, but it wasn't really working for me. I was walking down this path and it was these bricks and I just kind of kept I kept like feeling that I just needed to keep walking, if you will. And I was just praying and kind of really questioning everything I just said to you about the divine intervention and how much I believed and all that. So I'm walking down this brick path. I'm looking up because I always felt that I was looking out here for everything, you know, affirmation, applause. Am I good enough? Can you? feed me a little more. And so I kept looking out at the trees and the clouds and the birds. And as I looked up, I kept walking and I got to a little um, area where there was some concrete and some uh, rocks. I stepped onto that and then I just kept standing there. And that was as far as I could go. The path ended there. So I looked out and it happened to be, I live in the middle of Los Angeles. So it's pretty hard to find a really serene, you know, environment. So I'm there and I'm just surrounded by trees and greenery and nature. And I look up to God and I say, I spent my whole life talking about you, believing in you, sharing about you. And now I'm at a really bad place. And I need to know that you're real. I need to know that you're you're going to be here for me. And I need you to send me a sign. So I looked for maybe a leaf or a a breeze or a butterfly to come, you know, sit on my shoulder. Wouldn't that be beautiful for this story? Nothing came. I mean, nothing. There wasn't a wind. There wasn't, there was nothing. And I said, well, you know what? Guess what? I'm going to just stand here and I'm going to outweigh you, God, because (laughs) I have spent 58 years believing in you. And this really sucks if now I'm here and you don't show up. Like what? So I started to get very, very upset and questioning my entire faith, my whole existence, everything I believe. And not one peep, nothing was there. I was just literally, the tears were falling down my face and I was begging God for a sign. There was nothing. So I wanted to outweigh him, but I was so weak that I couldn't stand much longer. So in complete, pretty much giving up, and I don't give up easily. I want to tell you, you don't get to LA from Detroit with a carpenter dad and a homemaker mom and get on the Ellen show and get on 
Hallmark yeah. Channel. You know, you don't get there if you're not pretty much a go-getter. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, right. you're not going to me down. I'm going to keep going. So it took a lot, but I was in total just, I don't even know the word. It starts with a D, but I can't think of it. I was just distraught beyond words. And I hung my head, which I never do. And I looked down. And when I looked down, the brick path had had to stop and the stones and the concrete had to be cut around because there was a big, huge, ugly brown oak tree stump that I was standing on that the roots went so deep into the earth that they had to stop the bricks and the concrete and the rocks in order to make to move around this oak tree, this stump. And my feet were placed completely in the center of this oak tree. And I looked down and I don't know if you've ever had this happen, but it was like this just bolt came through my whole body And I just started laughing. And I was like, you know what? He planted me in the center of this oak tree. Now think of the symbolic meaning of the oak tree, which is strong and sturdy and cannot be moved, if you will. And I was standing in the center of that, completely held strong with deep roots going down to the ground, unmoved, no matter what stones, no matter what concrete, no matter what brick, it stood. It stood solid. It stood firm. It was right there and nothing was going to move it. And I was standing in the center of it. Mm. And I said, you know what? I'm going to get through this. I'm going to get through this. I'm solid. I know where my source is. I know my roots and I'm going to get through this. I turned around. I went the next day to my last chemo, they said, you know what? Your numbers are so great. You don't have to do the ninth one. You're good. Move on to radiation. They did my scan. They said, you're doing really great. I had stage 3B. You don't get worse than four. I had 3B. There's no C. It turned around for me. It just, that stump, which by the way, the only day I missed was this morning because I was running late, but every morning, and I'll go this afternoon after our interview, but um, I go down there every morning with my cup of coffee and I just stand there. And some mornings you'd be so surprised. Birds come and butterflies are there and the wind is flowing. And I just feel, you know, the spirit of God down there. And I stand on that stump. And whenever I'm in trouble, I go and I just stand on the stump. That's where I go. Hmm. You know, what really hits me about that story is the fact that when you asked for God to show up, he didn't, or he or she yeah. didn't. The universe yeah. did not give you a sign. And how many times in our lives do we feel like we're at the edge and we seek for an answer outside of us? We feel like we've done it, but that edge is actually almost the starting point for resilience and grit. And like that edge is what actually that that's true surrender. When you can, when you get to that point, it's like the point where you think you need help. And when you don't get the help, that's when you actually get to a place of true surrender, getting to your knees and just giving in. And that's when beautifully you found your sign beautifully that was yeah. when you experienced your connection that was when you felt the spirit of the universe and the d- divine timing and i think there's a really powerful 
lesson in that for everyone listening. And just when you think you're at your edge, that's your mind's limit. Your heart can go a little further. Your heart has got the strength of a thousand ancestors pushing you through to exactly where you need to be. And there's there's just something really beautiful about your story and how it inspired healing. Like, yeah. Right? Like, you are you look great. Like, so where are you at now? Like, I guess, like, from the cancer to where you're at after that journey, like, after you found that strength, what changed? Oh, gosh, everything changed. First off, I became so much stronger in what was inside rather than what was on the outside. It's such a cliche, and, and I hate to even say this, but, you know, inner beauty is what really shines through and that's where you get the glow and blah, blah, blah. Revlon and L'Oreal and everybody's used that for how many years to sell all of us products. But when you do go inside and you realize that that's where your strength is, it isn't all from everybody else. That literally shifted the ground for me. Another sign that the ground for me was always a bit of uh, shifting and I didn't always feel very solid because again, most of my identity and self-worth came from out there. How high are the ratings? Is the show going to last? Did it go under? You know, there was all these elements of what made me feel good or successful that day. And ever since my stump, I know that the, the footing in the ground is solid the show goes away. I'm still healthy. I'm still here. The ratings are bad. I'm good. I got my heart. I've got my mind. I'm good. I'm going to go take a walk. You know, it, it doesn't have the same hold on me that it once did. I think especially for women, it's so important to feel that your worth comes from more than just the outside and that you do have the strength to put up boundaries and to say what you want and to not be a people pleaser and all of those things. It doesn't come easy, but I'm working on it. And as far as answering your question from that health point of view, interestingly enough, after losing all my hair, my hair came back thicker, healthier, and you know, more natural than I've ever had it. Um, I just want to put this out here because it's really vain, but I just want to tell you, and it came back with not one, don't tell anybody, not one gray hair. I'm serious. Look, There's like none. So I mean, there's the one good point for, you know, going through chemo and my nails came back and they, they're stronger and they're, it's like everything was kind of renewed, if you will. Your spirit was nourishing your body. When you connected with that source of strength, that inner light, that inner light was, is something that you'll never lose again. Like once you've experienced it, at least in my life, like I've been pushed in a lot of different ways in business and relationships and feel like I've hit the the brink of either overwhelming sadness, overwhelming anger, overwhelming failure. I mean, in each experience, it's another chance to reflect back the power of the human spirit. The more I connect with the human spirit over my ego, and like you said, like the ego, I think, wants all those external things, like the ratings and and this, and like it wants to look a certain way because it it, it wants to be loved and protected and, 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 and held. But your spirit doesn't really care about what's happening out there. Your spirit came here with like a light that was meant to be shined. And I think it's beautiful. And it's, it's, 
incredible, actually, to see your body actually respond to the alignment. Exactly. Like, like when, when you started sourcing all that strength from your heart and your, your spirit, like you're, that's, that's such a powerful, and I want to say that again, like that's such yeah. a powerful data point for oh. everybody. Like I, I know myself, like even sickness, like, like I had COVID, I tested positive for COVID a few weeks ago or about a month ago now, and I'm fine now, but like, I remember, yeah, I'm fine now, but it was, it was, it was an experience for me. Like when I, when I tested positive, like I had these incredible body aches in my, in my hips, but it was also a chance for me to be in my body and for a chance for me to not identify with the pain that my body was experiencing. It was like, nope, in my heart, I know who I am. I know what I'm going to experience and I'm going to show up with love no matter what. And so those choices that we get to make, those choices that you made, those choices that you're continuing to make to go to the stump and to drink your coffee and to appreciate <laughs> the flowers and the birds yes. is a choice that we can all make. It's and so true. It's one of the most inspiring things. It's really true. And and that it costs nothing. Yeah. It was, it's just being outside. It's just connecting again with the source, the sun and the air and the fresh air and the trees and, you know, and also in your, your talking, it connected with me a lot about how prior to my illness, and you said you went through difficulties as well, you know, that you were so free to share that, that you've gone through some really bad lows. I, I assume from what you said and some failures. And I was always raised, especially coming from immigrant parents from Scotland and my dad being a carpenter, you know, you don't show, show the bad times. Everything's going to be fine. Sweep it under the rugs. I came from a very spiritual background, assembly of God, Pentecostal, and you just, you know, everything's okay. And what I found and what I find so beautiful about what you said is, you know, I had to share my vulnerabilities. I mean, you could look at me and see there was something wrong. I couldn't hide it. I wore a wig. I dressed up. I put on all my makeup. I would put on false eyelashes. I would draw on my brows. You could still see I was sick. Didn't matter how much plaster I put on. I was still sick. So I had to start peeling the layers off and just succumb to it. But like you said, I think when you share your vulnerabilities with people, that's when the real opening and the real connection comes where before it was always like, oh, everything's great. And I'm just great. And look at it. And it's yeah, so, and yeah. I can turn that on in a second. You tell me you want that. I'll give it to you right now, but it's really hard to do the other. The well, vulnerability is true strength Yes, because you're yeah. not tying yourself to Again, the fears that are in your mind, the fears that are trying to protect you, that are trying to keep you safe from, from being seen truly as you are. So I, I've actually found vulnerable. Like when I am in the presence of someone being vulnerable, I feel the most inspired. I, I find there's so much power and strength in, in someone showing up with their heart on their, on their sleeve. Like they're, they're open and willing. And there's something brave and raw about the human experience. Like the human experience is not all roses and sunshine. Like, you know, it's not like it's, we've been sold that, but like, it's really right. not. And we tend to put our best foot forward when we're talking to others or being out there. But, and it's a powerful reminder, especially from your experience, like what you went through and how going through that physical appearance, like something that was, that was so important to you. And that being challenged, 
the way that yeah. it was, it's yeah. almost like, I mean, that, that had to have been one of the most spiritual battles of a lifetime. Like I, I can't even imagine. I mean it when you put, you know, when you make that your career, literally, it's not just, you know, about your social life and putting your, your best face forward. I mean, that was my career. It was my, the way I made a living, it was, you know, it was everything. And you're right. There was definitely that battle. It was, you know, not for good and evil, but you know, for, for pretty and ugly. I mean, it was really pretty bad there, but ugly is pretty beautiful. Mm. Oh, made- I love that line. Yeah, it well, tore down all the other stuff. That well, they- it sounds like you discovered a, a sense of self love in a lot of ways. Like you, yeah. like you learned you learned to love yourself as you were, yeah, without the conditions, right? Like without having the conditions that were put on you from the external world or things that were learned from your parents or like you you learned to love yourself in a way that, and that's what that inner light is—that inner beauty, that light, like. That's what shines. Yeah, it does. Thank you. I that, I appreciate that. I really do. It's it's nice to get that affirmation. You're doing it was, so great. It was quite the beast. It was quite the beast to go through. Yeah. But like you say, you you walk through the fire and you come out, and when that vulnerability is is good, strong. And I'm so grateful that you're here. I'm so grateful. Like, this is this is literally like I. It inspires me. It really does. Like self-love is one of the hardest things to do. It is one of the hard, like choosing yourself, choosing yourself as you are, no matter what is happening around you, when it feels alone, when it feels scary, when no one else is there to tell you it's the right thing to do. It is, it is one of the most brave and courageous acts. And it's one that, and I'm so grateful that you chose yourself because you get to now inspire others to right. choose themselves. Like, I mean, how many women probably have the same insecurities that you did? Absolutely. No, you're so right. And it, it's, it's brought in. I remember before this happened, funny enough, I was walking and I was outside and it was just, you know, a lot of stuff was happening. It was busy and there was all kinds of pressures and stuff that we all face. And I remember praying as I was walking and just talking to God and saying, you know, I just, I need something more. I need more depth in my life. There needs to be something else. My platform funny enough, needs to have more depth. It needs to be stronger because, you know, you can't just go on your life talking about, you know, pink lipstick. And that wasn't what I really did, but you know (laughs) what I'm saying? It was was a lot of the fluff, if you will. And it just seemed so shallow and I was so bored by it. Boy, be careful what you pray for because I wanted a deeper platform and did I ever get it? And I'll tell you now, what's so interesting is now when I do ever speak about pink lipstick, I make sure that the pink lipstick doesn't have lead in it because you lick your lips about a hundred times a day. You're swallowing that lead and it's going into your system. The other products that you're putting on your face as a man as you know, your shaving cream, your lotion, your aftershave, you want to make sure it doesn't have fragrance in it. It doesn't have additives in it because our skin is our largest pore. All of that goes into our bloodstream. And so now my platform is, is deeper and richer and it's about taking care of your health. I don't want your shaving cream or your aftershave to hurt you in any way. I, I don't want 
mothers and grandmothers and, and young 13 year old girls that are wearing Kylie lipstick or whatever, which isn't bad, but just make sure you check the ingredients. Make sure you, you're taking care of, again, like you said, self. I love experiencing your heart right now. It's beautiful. And I just want to kind of point out even like, it's beautiful how your mess became your message. Oh, wow. Right, right. Like it's beautiful how the thing that was so difficult, the thing that you had so much pain with, the thing that you literally looked up and said, why this, why now has turned into the fuel, the catalyst for you to live and choose to serve every single day. Yeah. Yes. You're right. Health and wellness and sharing that with women and educating women and encouraging them to go get their mammograms, get checked, take your health into your own hands. Don't let the commercials or advertising dictate your dollars. If you're going to spend your dollars as a woman that's hard won work for me, I want to give to products that give back to the community, that, that give back to other people that care about breast cancer, so on and so forth. So yeah, it just keeps the tentacles keep expanding out. Yeah. So for anyone who hasn't gone through the same pain that you've had, what are the lessons that they can learn from your journey that can allow them to sort of embody some of the the love and the inner light and, and maybe a priority shift in what truly matters? Yeah, wait, it sure is. So I guess, I guess it would be that as a little girl growing up in Detroit, reading the magazines and watching the movies and the TV shows and wanting so much to aspire to that, to, to get those dreams and those goals. I thought that the, the only way to do it was to just be pretty enough, just make all the outside stuff look shiny and bright. And then somebody would pick me, they would choose me and I would be able to change my life and, and achieve some of my goals. But what I found through difficulty, it certainly doesn't have to be cancer, but through any, anything that you go through in your life is that it's more important for me to pick me and for me to to get that inner strength every day, just step by step to connect to my source and to know that it's in my heart and it lives in me. And then when I do go into those meetings or auditions or whatever it is that you want to be doing with your life, you come in with your own sense of strength. And it isn't about them picking you. It's about you choosing to be there. And you, as you said, being of service and giving back. And then they pick you and and you do what you're supposed to do because it's already been preordained and predestined anyway. How do you nourish your inner light? My inner life gets nourished truly by these simple, simple things. And I never used to do this is I go outside, I get in the sunshine, I get in nature. I take long walks with my dog. I go to the ocean. I sit there and I just reboot and replenish from being outside. I truly do. And that never used to be the way before going through my difficulty, it would be going to a hair salon, going to a store, buying something, getting more makeup, getting a new outfit or going to a new restaurant. Now it's 
the tree, the sunshine, the water, the sand. It's interesting how Mother Nature, like sometimes we forget that we come from Mother Nature. Like we're all part of it. We're all particles of the sun. We're all connected in one way. Like we're all energized by the same things. We all eat Mother Nature. Like, I mean, like when we truly like play that game, it's, it's, it actually is fascinatingly mind boggling to me that the answer isn't more obvious. (laughs) If you want to nourish your spirit, go be in nature and just allow that to fuel your heart. Do you still get scared? I get scared all the time because I happen to have had the type of cancer that has a high reoccurrence and um, the reoccurrence is because it's estrogen driven. So if I gain any weight in my tummy area, which a lot of us do after the age of 20, it creates more estrogen. So this is a very important point that I think a lot of people will relate to. So I wanted to find, because I'm that journalist and that reporter and that, you know, person that comes on TV and tells you what to do, that answer, that pill, that secret serum. So I wanted the secret serum to figure out how can I make sure this never comes back. So I went and I interviewed all these doctors across the board. I went to healers and therapists and all these different people, lymphatic drainage. I mean, I really went the gamut, the salt room, all of it. The one thing that every one of them across the board Stanford, Harvard, the healer, the guy in the jungle, whatever. They all said there's one thing that anybody can do and everybody can do to prevent any disease or illness or to help prevent it from coming back. And that is move every day. Mm. Walk, exercise, move your body every single day. And that's the biggest thing you can do to prevent disease. That's amazing. I love that message so much. Movement is move. Movement is so important. It's so it's just so important to just it's like we forget that our bodies are vessels. Right? Like our bodies are vessels for energy. If you think about emotion, emotion is just energy in motion. So like that's why like when you feel an emotion and when you allow yourself to feel it, you flush it out of your body and then you feel something else or When you go for a run, when you're feeling sleepy, all of a sudden you flush all that energy out and then you're back to feeling vibrant. And it boggles me sometimes. Another thing that boggles me, there's been a lot of things that have been boggling me in this conversation, but like, it's, it's fascinating to me. The, the, the things that truly bring us back to the truth of who we are, the things that allow us to feel good, the things that are in our power, not anything outside of us are simple things like move your body, go lay in the grass, go like, just like smell the flowers while you're walking past them. Like it's it's like the simple things. And and if you just do those simple things one day out of the year, you're not going to feel the benefits. But if you actually make it a lifestyle where you're consistently moving your body, where you're consistently spending time in nature, where you're consistently taking the time to smell the flowers and appreciate the birds and, 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 and create meaning and spiritual synchronicities, you're going to design a lifestyle that's likely not going to have sickness. That's right. It's absolutely true. And believe me, I didn't want it to be as simple as that. I wanted the secret pill or serum or, you know, whatever. And it truly is. It's just so simple if we just apply it and do it. Simplicity makes me happy. I feel like human beings, we're so good at complicating everything, especially when like there's so much chaos and noise and everything outside of us. Like we're, our minds just go into this fight or flight protector mode where 
We have to do more. We have to add more. We have to be more. We have to create more. We can't stop. And it's just, it's so refreshing. And, and it's a beautiful reminder to just, it doesn't have to be so hard. Right. Absolutely. And especially now there's just been, you know, so much divisiveness and negativity and, and all and I think everyone's taking it in and we're all locked in and locked down. So even more so, this message, I think, is really important. Move, just get out, just move a little bit, move your body. What inspires you now? So I have a 22-year-old son named Hunter. He is the light of my life and he inspires me. It inspires me to show him that you can get through difficulty and that you have to fight your way and that you can come back stronger. And, you know, when he looks at me and this doesn't happen all the time, but when he looks at me at certain times and does say, you know, mom, I'm, I'm really proud of you. And, and look what, you know, you, you've overcome, look what you've gotten through. That's priceless. I mean, that's what, what it's all about. And inspiring for me is to share with other women, especially my knowledge and also just, um, I think, filling up the world or my world, my followers, with as much true positivity as I can, encouraging them and inspiring. Because you know what? I'm sure you get this all the time on your podcast. People are really hurting. People are really sad. There's a lot of difficulty going on. And sometimes if just your one word of encouragement or your one post can make them feel a little less alone. Wow. That's valuable. This is uh, one of the biggest reasons why I, I have the show. I mean, the I show doesn't, it, it's never made me money. It's, you know, yeah. like I've got my other businesses that, that like take care of us financially, but like it's, this has always been, that's been the biggest source. It's just, We've gotten so many messages over the years from people sure. on the on the brink of suicide, on the brink of career changes, life falling apart, and somehow, some way, one thing that was said in an episode that I don't even like remember. Right. It was like, and so that's the beauty of like, and that's it. I think when you're when you're when you're creating from that place of service, and when you're truly actually just creating from a place of, hey, this is in my heart, and I just want to give you this love. It's, it's, it's a beautiful, it's, that's what inspiration is. I actually believe that when you feel inspired, that is the energy of the universe sort of speaking through you. Like it doesn't, that's you're a vessel. So like that vessel is channeling something greater. And if you believe that the universe wants us all to evolve, that wants us all to thrive, then truly when you feel inspired, you're acting on the will of God. And when you're acting from that place, all you can do is help people experience love. Right. I love how present you are. You're just so present in, in what you're doing. And that is very inspiring because a lot of times we are so, you know, the computers on the phone, let me check that, you know, we have so many things and you're just right there. And I can see how people would attach to that deeply. And I mean this in the nicest way, but you're probably so many people's stump. Hmm. You're there, you know, you're, oh. you're there for you're something that's shifted the ground for them and given them a solid place to land at your podcast. And lastly, you know, um, there's a scripture that I love and it kept coming into my mind this whole conversation and this applies to you. And I feel like what we're here and what this is all about is to whom much is given, much is required. 
And that's the truth. You know, it, it seems like your life has been very blessed and you have so much just in your person, you know, too much is given, much is required. So we have a lot to give back. That's something I've been really leaning. And thank you, by the way, I really receive and appreciate you saying that I've done a lot of work on myself to get to a place where I feel safe enough to be in my body and to, to be present and to treat this moment like it's my last. Um, and it's been, it's definitely a, a working progress, not something I'm perfect at, but you make it delightfully easy to be present. So thank you. But I, I, I think that to that end, when you can have the courage to appreciate your gifts, when you can have the courage to find that inner light, when you can truly begin to source it, that's when you begin to realize how we're all connected to the same thing. And me expressing my gifts and me doing it fully is only giving someone else an opportunity to search inside of themselves to express theirs. And I can't tell you how many of my friends over the years, like just by me doing my thing, they're like, Raj, I just want to tell you, I started a business. I left my job. I left that relationship. I I mean, like just people in my life, like not, you know, not, not my followers, just my friends and like my immediate circles. Like I think for me that that has been so fulfilling over the years, just when you shine your light and when you just live into who you truly are and you don't let fear win, you, you inspire others that may, may never say thank you, that may never tell you that you changed their lives. Right. Right. Absolutely. So, so true. Mm. Yeah. Kim, I am. I adore you. I think you're. Oh, I, you're, you're such a. You're such a, a. A warm and wonderful human being. Can you talk a little bit about? I, we talked a lot about the the way you serve and the way that you support. But how can anybody listening be a part of your world and 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 follow your journey and and really embrace sort of the the beauty that you're creating. You are so kind to do that. So the biggest place is um, my Instagram. That's where I kind of post every day. And it's Kim with a Y, K-Y-M, and Douglas, D-O-U-G-L-A-S. And that's my Instagram. And then also um, I have a new website, Raj, that I just got going with a blog where I share, um, actually have pictures of the stump on there. Mm, So so good. See that? Yeah, it's not very pretty, but it's uh, it's pretty to me. That is kimdouglas.com. Also, this month, November 9th, yesterday, I guess, I was on the cover of Woman's World magazine, which is at all the grocery store checkout counters. And I talk a lot about my story and um, wonderful the actual applicable ways every day of things that you can do to just kind of keep yourself uh, solid and, and inspired. Wonderful. Well, we'll make all of those resources available in the show notes for anybody listening. Um, Kim, I have one last question for you. In the midst of everything you've experienced, um, everywhere you're going and where you're at now, how do you stay grounded? I stay grounded with my family because they're always here to say, you know, look, this is what it's really all about. And my faith, I truly believe it's my family and my faith that keep me grounded. And it's a good place to be. It's a beautiful place to be. It's your, it's your oak tree. It's your oak tree. Yeah, exactly. That's it's so wonderful. Oak. It's the oak tree. I love it. Well, everybody, that is a wrap for this week's episode of Stay Grounded. I'm your host, Raj. This is your new friend, Kim, from us. Stay grounded. We'll chat soon. 
Thanks for joining us today on this episode of Stay Grounded. I hope you found this interview helpful as you create your own ways to live an extraordinary life. For more resources and support, please visit www.rajjana.com forward slash stay grounded to join the official Stay Grounded Facebook group, a place where aspiring life enthusiasts can connect and ignite passion for life together. My hope is that the positivity, content, resources, and support in this group will resonate with you on a deeper level. That what you hear in our podcast, read in our thoughtful posts, or learn in our courses will empower you to live with intention, uncover true purpose, and challenge the internal dialogues that stop you from being who you really want to be in your life. Again, thanks so much for joining us. Stay Grounded.